You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Oh, man. As I was saying in the uh, the green room, you know, with our uh, pod squad, yeah, I am going to be shitting Christmas cookies until Easter. <laughs> no more, and, uh, no more. <sighs> more, please. Mrs. Meanie's mom makes the most amazing Christmas cookies to where, like, some of her children will bring Tupperware. They take that shit home. It's just like, <laughs> and it's like all like her mom like makes like rest like restaurant quality fucking food and it's just like wow, holy shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I'm still I'm still uh, s- still selling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're both in the holiday days now. Also, by the way, as you're listening to this, Happy New Year, Happy 2024. Welcome back uh, to the Mind of Meanie. We're here, Mind of the Meanie. We're happy to be here with you as always. Want to welcome yes. the Pod Squad again at the top of the show. Happy yes. to be here. Don't forget, sign up today. Tears still starting at just ten dollars a month. Go to patreon.com. What are you waiting for? Just come and see us and you get to see our beautiful faces talk all the time. But uh, no, we talk, I- we, we, uh, And we chit chat about shit that doesn't make air sometimes. Yeah. So it's like uh, have a little uh, exclusive look behind the, behind the blue curtain. Behind the blue curtain. We, done like, we did like a 10 minute uh, pre-show. It's like yeah. what I do. It's like when I eat a tub of Swedish meatballs before dinner, I call that pre-dinner. That's the pre-show. Um, it's it's like when uh, you pour out a bowl of cereal, but you reach in the box and eat some cereal, and you go, "Well, that doesn't count." Mm-hmm. Yeah, science, it doesn't count. Yeah. But it's here. There's and you no can calories. Eat. There's no calories in that. <laughs> so free cal- Even if you eat the entire box before you have the bowl, there's no calories in it because that's the that's that's in the Geneva Convention. So yeah. that's how it works, man. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, if you didn't make it into the bowl. It's like uh, what's that movie, Saving Silverman, when uh, Jack Black, Jack Black is eating nachos. He's like, all the cheese makes it one chip. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's literally the rules. Those are the rules we just follow when we don't make them. But now, don't uh, write them. Mrs. Just- Mrs. Goober has been making cookies. Uh, I think since like two weeks ago, three weeks ago now. And um, Amazing. a bunch of our neighbors have been making stuff as well. And then we have one neighbor who comes over, like my daughter goes and plays with their kids. And Sophie will come back with like plates of food and stuff. And it's typically all the cookies that somebody gave them. Like we all get the same from all the neighbors and she'll give Sophie the cookies to bring here. So we have like legit four or five plates worth of cookies that were sitting on the counter as of yesterday. And Courtney and I were like, we can't like, there's no way we're going to eat all this stuff. Um, but she makes, um, Mrs. Goober will make a chocolate chip peanut butter banana cookie cup that are made in like muffin tins. Dude, 
there's a reason why I'm overweight, and it's because of that. And they were just yeah. fucking unbelievable. Her, her uh, Mrs. Meany's mom made like this peanut butter cookie. It has like a chocolate Hershey kiss in the middle. Oh man. So soft. You bite into it. It's like, you're just eating this velvety peanut buttery fucking thing. And I'm just like, Oh, this is why I'm fat. This (laughs) this is, this right here. If this was a woman, I would fucking be so be re I would so be rejected by it. public. If I hit on it because it was that good, <laughs> that cookie was above my fucking outside my coverage. <laughs> hey, cookie, what's up? Fuck off. <laughs> Got it. Thank you. I will do I, so. Fuck you, creepo. <laughs> I'm yeah, not a creep. I'm not a creep, but thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me know. But come here, cookie. Come here. <laughs> come here. I got see some free in there. I got some for you in the alley. <laughs> I'm banging a cookie behind a dumpster in an alley. Has <laughs> <laughs> anybody seen Meanie? <laughs> just looks like two bears just fighting over a Christmas ham. Just yeah. <laughs> A bear raping a bunny rabbit. Oh my god! Oh man! <laughs> oh god! I uh, I will never get that image out of my head. But I also this, the cookie sounds incredible. So now I come will have to cookie. come over and come get some here, cookie. Dirty fucking cookie! Come here. <laughs> oh, we want to know about your favorite cookies and your favorite treats from the holidays. Yeah. So make sure you tweet us at Mind of the Media. Let us know. Uh, what you had and what you enjoyed. What's your dirty fucking cookies? What's your favorite dirty cookie? So let us I mean, know. And I'm, we- gonna gl- I'm so going to glaze that cookie. I'm going to make that motherfucker look like an Edmund's <laughs> breakfast Danish. <laughs> oh, take, fuck yeah. Take that cookie. <laughs> <laughs> It, it never passes. It never passes the thumb. No. It just, just whoop. There it is. That's where I just, uh, take it. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm gonna be eating. I'm gonna be staring at the cookies <laughs> in the kitchen. I'm just gonna be like, what the? <laughs> just a view of me. A view of me in a, in a dumpster. <laughs> behind a dumpster. <laughs> You with the, the the Daisy Dukes and the blue shirt at the dumpster. Soiling the cookie behind the dumpster <laughs> in an alley. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and we're going to stop it right there. Happy New Year, everyone. We love you. Thank you for coming. Keep walking, folks. Nothing, Nothing to, see, to here. see here. Just the blue guy. Just, I feel like I got to play it now. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were talking about this before. Yeah. <laughs> In the dumpster, dead in the alley with a cookie. <laughs> this, is, this is a song every fat guy should be required to walk to by law. <laughs> That's it. It's the one. It's every it's fat guy walking song ever. The arms swinging yeah. and everything, you know? Yeah. Fucking brow sweat. Yep. I love it, man. 
a t-shirt that's collar's been fucking pulled down to his fucking tits. <laughs> yep. It's all stretched down. They have the big, the big gym pants, you know, the, 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 the long gym pants that go down or the gym shorts rather that go down to the, the ankles. So cankles, untied, uh, skater yeah. shoes. So smelling like a F can full of cat piss. Just fucking. <laughs> I'm there, you, you pissy fucking Afghan piece of shit. Do you know what you smell like? Because everybody else in here does. And we all have hay fever now, you motherfucker. <laughs> Kiss me on the mud button, you piece of shit. Kiss me right on my fucking freshly <laughs> swollen mud button. Dickhead. I can't get past my Afghan full of cat piss. <laughs> no, Afghan full of cat it piss. Is, it is the, the in accuracy. A dirty face. Yeah. Oh I have somebody God. in mind I'm using for that reference that every time I encounter this person out in the wild, I'm like, it's like when you take that fucking step and a half back and you're like, oh. <laughs> Woo, there it is. What the you, hell? You, dude, you puff out your bottom lip and start breathing your, forcing your own breath into your nose yeah. to block it out. Like, <laughs> give, him one of the, give him one of these. You're like smelling your upper lip. Like, please just don't come anywhere closer. You know, don't. He smells, don't. Like, a, he smells like a cheese that hasn't been invented yet. Just, <laughs> It's like, oh I don't know God. what kind of cheese that was, but I'm not mm. eating that. Dude. No matter how much you tell me. <laughs> no matter <laughs> how delicious you tell me it is, I ain't eating that. I am not doing it. Dude, my son, I told you, James, every time we go to one of the events, every time we go somewhere, or even in the wrestling crowds, he's like, Dad, why does it always smell so bad here? <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. Oh, my God. Oh, that was... Uh, I'm never going to be able to look at the Afghan again um, without yeah. thinking of that. Oh my God. Grandma's Afghan. <laughs> I don't want to say grandma's Afghan, but, no, it, could, but it, could be their, it could be their grandmother's Afghan. Who knows? We're not sure. It seems to be yeah. the only thing that fits. But uh, no, man, holidays were good. Uh, I'm going to just pivot. We're going to pivot hard, right? Uh, holidays were good, man. Um, they were nice and relaxing. Like I said, I, I, I typically, this is still, I'm on vacation from my shoot job. Uh, so I am, uh, I am here this week and uh, it's been nice, man. It's been nice and relaxing. It's good to take time off and get away from the daily grind of everything, but glad to hear that your, uh, your holidays were well. I'm pretty sure I probably gained 15 pounds uh, just in cookie oh. weight alone. So, you know, it's been, if I never eat another slice of ham until next year, I'll be happy. I can't eat any more I'll ham. Take all the ham. Give me all. I'm going to end up wearing an afghan if I keep eating it, but I, uh, I just can't. <sighs> I can't do any more, man. Itchy, mm -hmm. dirty afghan. <laughs> on Washington's 1983, and gray sweatpants that have shit stains on the outside. <laughs> thick, rich Bosco fucking chocolate stains on the outside. <laughs> Dirty gray sweatpants, or even worse, <laughs> black sweatpants, where you can still see oh. shit stains. Oh my god! Outside. 
Schlichter. I feel like we need a, we need an artistic rendering of this this entire. No, person. we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to get offended. Ah, uh, yeah, no, oh. we're not going to do that. No, we're just messing around here. I am. I am Why an over. me. Why am an overweight <laughs> male, so I can talk about myself this way. But sweatpants rolled up to the fucking knee. <laughs> A pair of quitter socks. They're down to the fucking shin bone. A pair of quitter socks. White fucking kids with fucking Velcro straps. That's right. Yep. They're always a little oh bit off undone. Yeah. It's a little bit the undone. The laces kicked my ass, bro. I can't fucking, I can't tie them anymore. <laughs> need the Velcro. Just got to put the Velcro on. It's like there goes hard pass. <laughs> 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 oh my god uh, there's so many renderings there's just, just the hundreds of them that i can think of just off the top of my head but we that are one hole in the shirt that a fucking moth ate in 1982 <laughs> why is there always random holes in the shirts why yeah. it's just a rant like just just out of nowhere where did it come from how with the simple titty nipple hanging out just <laughs> Oh, hold on. Let me put my sandwich somewhere. Let me just put this here real fast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sandwich tits. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me put my sandwich under my tit. I might just keep it warm here. Got to warm up this tuna on rye real fast. Oh, oh got to keep the cheese nice and soft. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know where to pivot from there. Hollandaise fucking <laughs> sauce. Just the random oil stains on the shirt too. Don't, do you have a lubricant in Hollandaise sauce? <laughs> I'll take your finest 89 Hollandaise. Yeah, dude, I am. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, no, I'm sorry, we're, folks. We're just, we're, we're blowing off steam. We're having a good time. We're, uh, oh my God. yeah, are we? Schlichter goes RK hole out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Where do these fucking holes come from? Why and why are they yeah. up here? Like in the chest area. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, oh, no, 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 no. This, I'm just blown off steam. <laughs> this, uh, it's a, uh, it's 10 30 on a Friday and, mm -hmm. You know, I'm still in the still in the I'm still festive. Yeah. You know, I'm still in the holiday mood. Just it went by too quick. It did, man. It did. I can't yeah, believe it's Friday already. We went up to uh Connecticut for a couple of days. Got there on a Friday and before you know, it's like time to leave. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know. But uh no, nah, it was awesome. Uh going up there, hanging out and uh seeing the in laws. And then, um, you know, dude was just sitting around watching football and just hanging out and not having to worry about anything or being anywhere. The only thing, only downer was I got this motherfucker of a fucking toothache that oh, just came out. Speaking of coming out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but it's kind of subsided. But um, I think it's just. I've had fillings. I think a, a filling must have came out or whatever. But uh, normally, 
you know, 365 days a week, I usually drink my coffee black. Mm. For whatever reason why I'm in somebody else's home and they gave, pop out the cream and sugar, I go, eh, let me, uh, let me live a little. Let's try here. I'll put, a little, I'll put some cream and a couple scoops of sugar. And I think that's what, that's what did me in. I, mm. I took a couple scoops of sugar. God damn, dude, I went to go to sleep uh, Christmas Eve night into Christmas Eve day. And I was like sitting up like every five minutes. Like, like I would lay down and all of a sudden the fucking, this like whole thing of like electric shock would just shoot up my face. Mm. And I'd have to sit up and just like <sighs> mentally willpower my way through it. Like, you know, just like, you know, like you're trying to bend a spoon with your brain kind of thing. Just yeah. like stand there. Like, yeah. And it would subside. You're like, okay, maybe I could fall back asleep before it kicks in again. You slow it, lay down a couple minutes later. It's just like motherfucker, mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah, I'm running upstairs. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm squishing with mouthwash, anything that's, and I think I have a formula now to where I could, you know, make it subside. Yeah. But, uh, the other morning, I, yesterday morning, I see, it don't matter. Uh, I had a, a bowl of like frosted shredded wheat. I was like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, and all of a sudden they came back. I was like, motherfucker. I ran upstairs and started again, yeah. my teeth fucking swishing. Uh, so, um, it's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's something I didn't need at the moment. You know, it's just like, you know, it's just like everything's doing fine. And then something goes, Hey, here's a financial gimmick you don't need right now. So mm -hmm. it's like, I'm good now. Yeah. But like, I'm, I, I'm setting up, uh, I'm, I'm navigating a minefield right now mm. to where like, ew, I don't, it was weird. It didn't happen with the cookies, but it happened with like with something like, Putting sugar in my coffee and stuff like that. It's weird. Isn't that funny how that happens though? Like I have, like I said, I've mentioned that, that uh, molar issue I have up top here. I have a whole method. I bought a water pick to keep the, you know, I do it like three or four times a day. I even take it to work. Like even after I eat, I'll clear it out just because if I get anything and I know that like specific food will get stuck up there too. And um, like if I eat an apple or something like that and the apple skin get in there, it irritates the shit out of it. <clears throat> so I'll, excuse me, I'll take the water pick and clean it out. Um, but it's getting worse. Like it, it doesn't hurt all the time, but like if I touch it the wrong way or whatever it is, and like, I don't know if the tooth is turning color, you know, like it's doesn't, it's not like a constant pain. Right. But it's definitely something right. to address. And it's like, I don't know. I don't have the fucking money for this right now. My insurance is like, okay. Through my shoot job as far as dental goes, but I don't fucking have, to, I don't want to take time off to get a fucking, you know, filling done or what if the tooth's got to be pulled, you know, like I don't got time for this shit. So I, I, I might have the exact same thing. Cause it's like a back here mm, mm -hmm. yeah. right towards the back. It's like right in here. Yeah. One of those, uh, fucking this things like you, you can't, you can barely reach it or see it, but it's, it's, it's reminding you that it's there right now. It's just like motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I gotta get my fucking, uh, gotta get my teeth. Yeah, fixed like, up, man. yeah. Dude, I keep getting fucking ads for, uh, Fucking uh, those pop on veneers or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, how do they fucking know? How do they know? <laughs> you know what's how, how, how do they know I drink that much coffee that like I have to brush my teeth extra hard every day? You know, just. <laughs> 
you know what's crazy, man? I'm noticing the same thing. I was talking to Brad. Shout out to Brad Feinberg, by the way. Trainer to the stars and my trainer as well. Yeah. Um, we, uh, go, he's a great guy. Also, uh, a UFO uh, fan as well. Love to have Brad on the show to talk about UFOs sometimes, too. Dude, that yeah, fun. that's right. That's been our... That's my uh, obsession right now. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, he also, uh, he was, we were talking the other day, we were talking about like cycling and using steroids and, and, and human growth hormones and stuff and just different things that people do, right? And yeah. I said something about, I don't know if it was TRT or it was something else that we were discussing in that realm. I shit you not, man, 12 hours later, I'm getting fucking ads on my Instagram about TRT and cycling and all kinds of shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? That's fucking crazy. I've never looked it up. I've never discussed it. Like I've never Googled anything about steroids. Like as far as other than like what kind there are or like news stories about it. And here I am on my phone talking to Brad via text and, and phone calls about, you know, different cycles and shit. And now I'm getting ads for TRT. And I'm like, I didn't ask for this crap. I appreciate you want me to look jacked, but I'd rather do it the natural <laughs> way. Um, give me yeah. the, give me the Ozempic so I can get rid of this, um, uh, this, 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 uh, extra keg in the middle here, but, um, <laughs> no, I, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this shit? I got to turn all my settings off, man. I don't need Zuck listening to my I don't know calls. how to do that. I don't know how to turn that shit off, but, uh, I think there's a way, if anybody yeah, in the knows how to do it, let us know. Yeah. It's amazing what pops up. Like my friend Donnie will just like pick up his phone out of nowhere and just say a random word. Like, I just, you know, just to time it and see how much, how quickly those, those things just show up. Yeah. And, and is, uh, and is, dude, something as simple as, like, I don't know why, why I could, I'll look, up, I'll be talking about something and then I go on YouTube and the YouTube ad is the exact same uh -huh. fucking thing. I just fucking, yep. I was just talking about, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, this. Yeah, Courtney and I will be talking about like, oh, maybe we should switch back. We like our bank, you know? We're like, oh, maybe we should switch banks or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's an ad for fucking Wells Fargo or, you know, yeah. or Key Bank. And it's like, you know, I'll switch your account today. It's like, wait a second. How did you know I was fucking, how did you know we were talking about this? So, yeah, uh, you know, we're going to test that right now. We're going to test that. Uh, Meanie, I, uh, I love olive oil uh, and I'm looking for uh, new types of olive oil. Uh, to try with our Italian food. So uh, if we're, any, um, any olive oil choices would be fantastic uh, in, the, uh, in the realm of, uh, you know, food, if you will. Yeah, I would definitely like some olive oil. Uh, mm. Not trying to lure an ad into my uh, universe. Olive oil, olive oil, <laughs> olive oil. Okay. Let's see how that works. Let's see if that, uh, let's, let's see if that happens. And we'll, we'll post it on our Twitter account with the olive oil and see if we, uh, if that comes back, I think it probably will, but I just have this weird feeling that we're going to get ads for olive oil starting pretty soon. But what I do want to talk to you about, sir, since yes. we're here on the show today, before we get into, uh, the 2024 announcements, cause we have two teasers we have coming up for you later in the episode. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk to you about the Iron Claw, the Von, Eric, oh, yeah. the Von Eric movie that's taking the wrestling and the film world by storm. Uh, have you seen it? We'll start there and then we'll pull it apart. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be invited to a screening, a private screening, uh, the night before we went up to uh, the in-laws up in Connecticut. Uh, uh, it was very cool. Uh, Got to watch it with uh, two legends, 
uh, Bill Apter and Craig Peters, who used to uh, work for Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh, you know, they sat with Mrs. Meany and I, and <clears throat> excuse me. Um, oh, one second. Yeah, take your time, man. Meany. Yes, sir. Or should I say, Meany Claws? The season for a fresh cut is finally here with our sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their fifth-generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with Manscaped and watch your South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all by going to manscaped.com and using promo code MINDMEANY for 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus... Well, thank you, sir. And Meanie, I want to talk to you, sir, about how Manscaped has helped keep your elves looking sharp this holiday season. Man, Manscaped is knocking it out of the park again this holiday season. Uh, whether it's the Weed Whacker 2.0, trimming up my ear and nose hairs, or the uh, the Lawnmower 5.0, helping me uh, trim up my jingle balls, keeping them tight. I love it. And, and what could be a better gift for your friends and family meanie than the gift of good hygiene and a few laughs starting with of course the lawnmower 5.0 ultra this is the crown jewel of the holidays and dare i say the best ball trimmer of all time this electric razor's advanced skin safe technology is a lifesaver and known for reducing nicks and cuts on his santa sack uh, but fun doesn't stop there uh d- does dad have nasty nose hairs you can save the day with the weed whacker 2.0 nose and ear hair trimmer it's their boxer game week you can take care of those chestnuts with manscapes boxers 2.0 featuring their signature jewel pouch to keep you calm cool and collected and also too there's nothing worse than somebody that's walking around with goat nails pal if their nails have seen better days manscaped has you covered with their brand new shears 3.0 nail grooming kit so go right now and get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MINDMEANY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping uh, with promo code MINDMEANY at manscaped.com. Say ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. And as always, we thank them for sponsoring the program. Yeah, I know that you had gotten invited up there to go. It was cool to see you with Bill Apter. Shout out to Bill Apter, who's like one of the coolest fucking guys ever. I love Bill. Bill's the best, man. Yeah. Just, uh, dude, just to talk to, you know, <clears throat> we're up there and uh, what well, we're, we're at the movies and doing like a uh, pre-show thing with fans and doing a post-movie a Q&A session, just talking. And uh, just to hear his stories about being, you know, going to world-class, cover world-class and stuff like that and dealing with Fritz. Mm-hmm. You know, he's met Fritz and all the boys and, man, such a such a wealth of knowledge there that, you know, uh, you know, there needs to be like a Bill Apter documentary or something like that. Yeah. Somebody's got to do a documentary on Bill Apter. That would be amazing. You know, but uh, yeah, it was cool to be up there with him. It was great being up there with Craig. Uh, hadn't seen him in ages. He literally ran off and joined the circus. <laughs> he started started working for a circus mm. group. <clears throat> I think like uh, I forget I forget exactly what, but like him and Mrs. Meany became best friends because she's obsessed with the circus and clowns and stuff like that. You know, we we went to uh, dinner beforehand. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, had some uh, had some had some dinner before we did the movie, and just to catch up with those guys was so great. In, in an atmosphere where you're not worried about, yeah, usually you see like people at conventions, like, "Hey, how you doing?" Blah 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 blah. Oh, sorry, I got a I got a fan over here. I got to do that. I got a customer. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just it's always like the but like to be in a nice relaxing setting, having some dinner. You know, but uh, we went to the movies. Uh, shout out to RF Video for uh, hosting it. Uh, about it was us and about 40, uh, 40 of it, you know, other people. And uh, dude, it, what what a great movie. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say this, and I like I did it, like I watched the movie and then I went home, and I did a quick spoiler-free review, which I don't know how you can spoil something that's, you know, pretty well-known, right? Right. If you're going to go see The Iron Claw, just turn your wrestling brain off. Right. Right? The Iron Claw is not a professional... It's not a movie about professional wrestling. It's not a movie about wrestling. It's not a movie about world-class championship wrestling. So all your dates and facts and belts and just throw that in the fucking trash, right? And just go in expecting you're just going to watch a watch a movie. It's a movie about a family. It's a movie about a family that has a lot of uh, unfortunate uh, unfortunate events that happen in their life, and it's about how. You know, some of those members, you know, live through it. Yeah. You know, right off the bat, you know, the lights go down in the theater and on the screen it says, based on a true story. Based on a true story. So it does, it means not all, not everything in the story is going to be in the story. Everything right. you think you know about the story is not going to be, it's a two hour movie. There's some things that were left out for, you know, A, for redundancy, uh, you know, because a couple events happened twice. Right. A certain way, you know. <clears throat> so there's that. And then, like, you know, it's done in a way to where a lot of the events look like they happen, like, boom, 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 right after each other. But, like, so time had maybe that's my only one critique, you know. They could put up like on the screen, you know, the year, you know. Okay, now we're in eight. You know, now we're in seventy nine. Okay, now we're in eighty two. Yeah. But the way it's done, you can pretty much kind of tell just by the way it's designed. You know, dude, it, that there's very few movies that take me back to like a time period, right? You know. First movie, I you know one of the best movies that for me that takes me back into a time period was uh, Dazed and Confused, mm, mm -hmm. uh, the seventies movie. Mm -hmm. You're like you're watching it. You're like you're in this. You're, you feel like you're in the seventies. When you're watching the Iron Claw, you feel like you're in that era. Wow, the way it's, it's shot, the cars, the music, everything. It's awesome, and um, yeah. So uh, there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um yeah, it was just so well done, so well acted. Um 
you know, I knew I was going to go to the screening, so I watched a lot of the cast interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of interviews out there with the director, a lot of interviews out there with the cast. And uh, the fact that, you know, uh, a lot of the actors, um, you know, Jer uh, Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy Allen White, played, yeah. Plays Carrie. He, he, they put a clip out there of him talking about wrestling and to listen to him talk, I'm like, how is it that this guy gets it and half the guys who are like working in these right now don't fucking get it right. the way this guy gets it, right? Right. I would love to see these guys just go out there and have a match, you know, yeah. just because like some of the wrestling scenes, you could tell they were shot without breaks, like like there's a hard camera shot and they're just doing the fucking moves and it's like holy shit they're like they're really like having a match there <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah it's a very good movie the only thing that's been annoying or just like come on guys you know the uh the the small vocal mi minority of people go well they didn't talk about this they didn't talk about it was it it's a, it's a movie. Yeah. It, it, look, I said this the other day to a couple of friends. I was like, look, the people who made the Iron Claw could have easily taken the Von Eric story and changed the names and changed the city and changed everything. And it still would have been a great movie. Mm -hmm. But they made this movie. They acknowledged the Von Erichs, all this stuff. And you know what it's going to do? People who watch this movie are going to go back and look up the Von Erichs through like YouTube and documentaries and stuff like that. And there'll be a reappreciation for the hard works, hard work that the Von Erichs mm -hmm. did. So uh, hats off to, you know, everybody behind the scenes, you know, uh, Zach Efron was amazing. He's yeah. built like a fucking beast. All the, all, everybody who played the Von Erichs were fucking amazing. Fritz von Erich, the uh, uh, Holt Macaulay, mm. Holt Macaulay, amazing actor. Like he was Fritz von Erich. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I was watching, a, I was listening to an interview with him, and he like went and trained with Johnny Rods for like a couple months just to do, uh, you know prepare himself for the role. You know, and the other guys, you know, uh, who played the von Erichs, trained with uh, Chavo. And shout out to Luke Cox. A lot of his uh, students are in this movie. Mm. Uh, it's so well done. Amazing movie. Go see it. Uh, bring plenty of tissues. Mm. Um, because it's it's a, definitely an emotional experience. And there's a little bow. I mean, as hard as, you know, as hard to imagine as the, there's a bow on top of this tragic tale, there, there there's an ending to it to, that puts a little bow on it, and you're just like, all right. But uh, yeah, just, just think about what that family went through. Yeah. And um, you know, everybody's talking about like Fritz is like, is like such a taskmaster. <clears throat> and um, the only thing I, I could think of is like you know, um, sports parents, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, how they they work hard to like they they, they they crack down on their kids and 
to make their kids, you know, these super athletes and stuff like that. There's a, there's a great documentary that was made. I think it was on HBO. It was called Trophy Kids. And these uh, parents that, you know, they follow a parent that whose kid plays golf and another one whose kid plays baseball and football and just like, or it's, shit, look at dance moms, yeah. you know, what they, they put their kids through with that in pageant moms. There just happens to be a dad named Fritz von Erk who kind of did it, the same thing with his kids in, in pro wrestling. And that's the correlation I make, you know, Fritz <clears throat> wanted to be a, you know, one of the top wrestlers in the world, you know, with the end uh, of, you know, he wanted to uh, hold the world champion and never, never, uh, never got came it. to be for him. Right. So he wanted to live vicariously through his kids. Mm. And, uh, you know, some of the things that, you know, they went through and did and, you know, I mean, they didn't talk about everything Fritz did. There's other stories that are known, but for the time and the story, yeah, it, it was. Uh, you know, Fritz was a little rough. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out to whole uh, Macaulay. I Hopefully, I'm not butchering his it looks name. Like, but it looks like uh, Holt McCallany is the the guy who plays Fritz. And, Holt McCallany. Yeah. Thank you. And looks, I had to hear it. I had to hear it. <laughs> and I'm looking, before I get I'm looking at some of these pictures side by side, like Zach Efron and, and Kevin and Jeremy Allen White with Carrie Harris Dickinson as David. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. Like, holy shit, man. Like the, the resemblance between these guys is, is unbelievable. Specifically Jeremy oh. Allen White and Carrie Von Eric. Like that is, that is something else. <clears throat> I had to uh, bring this up too, because, I saw something online where like Jeremy Allen White isn't tall enough to play Carrie Von Eric. Uh, it's like, God. Uh, like, stop. Yeah. Fucking stop. Look, <clears throat> one of my favorite movies. Look, if you've listened to the Mind of the Media podcast, mm -hmm. you know I am a fucking diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan, right? So back in, I was six or seven or eight, something like that, they made a movie called Invincible. This story about Vince Papali, who was a, not only a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, he went up and up playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. And they casted Mark Wahlberg to play Vince Papali, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're a diehard Eagles fan, you're watching the movie and going, Oh, uh, hold on. Vince wasn't from South Philly. Uh, you know, yeah, they changed things for the movies, this for the, you know, they make the story flow and stuff like that. You know, they, they, they said Vince lived in South Philly. He didn't. Right. You know, if you, and <clears throat> there, there's photos out there of Wahlberg standing next to Vince Papali and Vince Papali's like, got like half a foot on, on Wahlberg. <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, yeah. Was that movie 100%? That, that movie, was, Invincible, was based on a true story, right? Right. right. Not 100% of it. It wasn't 100%. Like I told I told people, don't go into Iron Claw thinking it's a documentary. No. And somebody was like, why would I think it's a I was like, because you're going to fuck a fact check it. Yeah. You know? 
You're going to spend the whole time being miserable watching this movie because it's not perfect to the T. Sometimes you got to take artistic license in this shit, man. You have to. Right. And and to that point, uh, one of my friends, James Beard, he uh, was a referee in world-class championship wrestling. He's in the movie playing himself. He's in the movie refereeing the, the wrestling scenes. No shit. Yeah. James Beard, legendary world-class championship wrestling referee, is in the movie refereeing the matches. And, um, you know, he has, you know, I, I, we're friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he's posted about the uh, movie. And he even said, you know, the director would come to him and be like, hey, is this okay? Or they would sit there and watch a playback on the monitor. And, you know, if something wasn't right, you know, they would do it specifically to how it would have been done back in the day. And wow. It's, it was pretty cool. He had a pretty cool moment where, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. God damn. That was good all fucking morning. Till I had to talk about the iron. Claw and then I got the, <laughs> you would think I had a bunch of Christmas cookies or something. But, um, <laughs> he, uh, said there was a special moment like, you know, where they filmed his last scene and they had, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is James Beard's last scene. And, you know, Zach Efron, everybody came up and, you know, gave him a big hug and just to let him know how much they appreciated his input on the movie. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, James had, was pretty tight with the all the Von Erics. Yeah. Um, especially Carrie. And uh, if James Beard says it's, it's good enough, then that's fine with me. Yep. You know? There, there's so many people. Well, I didn't get a call. My family didn't call. It's, it's, it's about the Von Erics, right? You know, and and quite honestly, you know, Kevin really didn't have much input either. You know, yeah. I mean, he had some, but like the director uh, said, "Hey, we're doing this movie. These are the things we're doing. This things for you know, timing and creative. We kind of have to." not do. Right. And he laid down and, and he, you know, Kevin was like, all right, you know, so it's okay with Kevin because it's his family. Right. Uh, it's okay with James Beard. His friends, he, he lived through a lot of that stuff. Uh, that's all you need to, to know. Right. And, you know, and uh, cool little Easter egg in the movie. Uh, there's a scene, um, Without going into detail, but it's something to look out for if you're going to go watch Iron Call. There's a scene uh, towards the end of the movie. Carrie, I mean, Kevin is at the sportatorium in like Fritz's office. And he's, you know, looking out the window, looking out the ring, and there's two guys working out in the ring having a match. And it's Kevin's real life kids, Ross and Marshall Von Eric, in the ring having like a a training session, you know, working out yeah. in the ring. So it was qu- kind of cool to see, you know, Ross and Marshall. Yeah. Harry's real life kids, you know, uh, have a cameo in the movie. So, yeah. Which isn't really a spoiler, but it's, it's a cool Easter egg to look out for. You know, Meanie. What's that, Adam? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, Meanie. They are not. 
Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie, I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is is a product I've been using for years. And uh, when we started Mind of Meanie, I always was, was like, let's get Green Roads as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily, uh, whether it's the gummies, you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions uh, that help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, Meanie, that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year, earned thousands of five-star reviews, and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. So Green Roads is led by a, co- a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, meaning I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select, mm-hmm. our, they select their hemp from high-quality American farms. And also, not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single batch. And that's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote-unquote white label brand. So right now you can go to greenroads.com meaning and save 25% off of your entire purchase. Wow. 25% off of everything meaning that's huge. And all you have to do is go to their website right now, greenroads.com and use promo code meaning at checkout. That's 25% off your entire purchase by using promo code meaning at greenroads.com. Own the day with Green Road CBD. And we thank them for sponsoring the program. reading about some of the scores and stuff it looks like 88 percent of critics say that the uh the movie they have a positive review of the of the movie itself uh kevin von eric said that he met with zach efron and endorsed his portrayal and the overall film which zach efron said was what he called the most important review and von eric thought that uh the film accurately portrayed his father as well so i mean guys like look like first of all take a deep breath Everyone yeah. who's having a shit fit about this, take a big, big, deep breath to go outside, touch grass, um, you know, without Velcro, sh- your, 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 your gray sweatpants and the Velcro shoes, go outside, touch grass, and then come back into reality. Um, it's really like, it's a film about an incredible wrestling family that like to meet to your point, meaning like could have been about anybody, right? Change the names, the locations, change the sport. It could have literally been a story about uh, a, an incredibly dramatic story. Um, yeah. It's not like it's a documentary that's like, you know, uh, the Andre the Giant documentary. I know people were like, oh, well, Hogan said this and Hogan said that. Okay, well, like maybe that's different if it's differentiating opinions and you're pre- you're presenting everything as a sort of canvassing the entire story, right, from different viewpoints. But that's all that's Hulk Hogan with his perspective. Right, exactly. So so if Hogan's yeah. there giving his perspective and then maybe like if it's a Earl Hebner thing giving his perspective, that's a different situation um, than – in this context, it's a it's a Hollywood dramatization of, of their family story. And if they're giving their their 
their thumb of approval and they're giving everything that says that it's fine, then like, stop. Like, there's no reason to continue to do this. You're not winning any wars for anybody. You know, I don't know. I just, it's right. like, it, it's, it's too much. It's, it's, it's always too extra, but I'm excited to see the movie. I've, I've been looking forward to it. I know that it was delayed because of the actor strike and everything like that. So I'm, I'm really, really hyped to get to go and check it out. If you haven't seen it and let us know what you think, tweet at us, let us know what you think about Meanie's review there and uh, his thoughts on the film. And uh, yeah. let us know. I, I don't want to go. Too, I don't want to get too granular, granular, granular. Granularity. Uh, yeah. I just don't want to get too deep into it and do a scene break, break down scene by scene. Uh, but, you know, be forewarned going into it. Don't go into it thinking you're watching a movie about professional wrestling. Right. Don't think you're going into a movie that's about world-class championship wrestling. Yeah. It's about humans. Mm -hmm. And pro wrestling happens to be the backdrop right. of this story. And it's shot beautifully. The action is shot amazing. Whoever, you know, the cinematographer or whoever, I felt like I was back in that time. And it, it, they, the, the, the sportatorium looked like the fucking sportatorium. It was amazing. And there, there's a lot of use of uh, montages to go through, you know, to you know, do a couple of, like time jumps and stuff like that. But so well done. Yeah. You know, so well done. Uh, hopefully it's not too late for any kind of like Oscar stuff i think it's oscar worthy mm. just you know uh again i don't know if the writer strikes throwing any of that stuff off but you know a, a movie <clears throat> a movie has to have a certain amount of showings in the theater to be considered for oscars and uh it's having its theater run now right God knows we'll probably be on HBO Max in a couple of weeks. Who knows? <laughs> I would that seems to be the trend. I would imagine it's probably because of everything that's happened with the writer strike. I would imagine it's probably going to be a little bit different as far as Oscar nominations and things. So um, I would imagine yeah. it's probably going to be opportunity. I would wouldn't be surprised to see it nominated for a couple of awards, even if not that, then the Golden Globes. I would I would definitely see that happening. But um, yeah, it would be uh, it would be cool uh, to see that. But yeah. you know, go ahead. I hope there's like. Hope they at least come out with like a piece of physical media because I yeah. will definitely buy it. Wow! Just to have the physical mm -hmm. piece of media in my my hand. And hopefully, there's like more like I love behind the scenes featurettes and oh, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, all the extra shit that comes with the, the Blu-rays and stuff. Give yeah. me all that yeah, shit. Dude. Yeah, Give me all that. Shit. I definitely want to. Uh, definitely, I'm definitely if they put it out in DVD, I'm definitely buying it. I. uh I think uh, I, I'm, I'm big. I've been collecting a lot of Blu-rays recently. I have them up on my uh, my shelf up here above my desk. Uh, it's just nice to have. Like I like in that regard, I do like to see how the sausage is made. You know, like I like to see a lot of that extra stuff and bonus features and add-ons. So um, no, I'll definitely uh, once I get a chance to see it. I think uh, Mrs. Goober and I are up for a date night pretty soon. So we're uh, that's probably going to be on the list to go see. But uh, I want to just real fast before we jump into what I would say is my favorite segment of the show, sir, because I'm also parched, ring-a-ding-ding. -ding. I want to quickly touch on two big announcements we have coming up in the next couple of months. Oh, yeah. uh, the first one, <laughs> I'm going to just throw this out there. Our 200th episode, Meanie, is coming yeah. up. Can you believe it? 200 episodes is going to air. Our 200th episode is going to air on January 22nd. 
Uh, yeah. We got some fun stuff coming for that. I think you're really, I think you're really going to like what we have coming up for 200. Uh, what do you think, Beanie? You think the fans are going to like it? Dude, I was worried about episode one. <laughs> and the, the fact that we're talking about episode 200, mm-hmm. it's a really cool milestone, yeah. you know? It's, the, it's weird. People usually talk about year, oh, year one, year two, whatever. No, like 200 episodes. Pretty, uh, pretty good. It's a good milestone. The fact that we still have a, a, you know, I get people sending me messages all the time. Hey, yeah, I listen to the podcast. Like people, I wouldn't even even expect to say, "Hey, I listen." You know? Yeah. And yep. you know, we got the Pod Squad here each and every week with us live as we record, which makes it even more fun to yep. watch the uh, the chat room and the people interact and get live feedback as yep. we're, you know, we're recording. You know, it's. It's really fucking cool. And, uh, yeah, we got some cool surprises for it. Yep. Um, you know, uh, still working on a couple, but, um, yeah, just, uh, it's, it's going to be fun, a fun episode. And, uh, I'm very fortunate that we're still here doing it to, you know, 200 episodes is nothing to sneeze at. Not at all. And I, I've seen people, I've seen people fizzle out at like episode 20 where they're like, dude, I just ran out of things to talk about, you know? And we're here every week with you, and we appreciate you listening, sharing. Uh, it's funny, you know, you mentioned, like, people, uh, one of my colleagues, I've mentioned him on the show before, Mike Leary. He's our, I believe, our most loyal YouTube listener. He says he starts every Monday listening with the show. Um, yeah. And he was, he, like I said, he, he messaged me the other day, and he was like, oh, I heard the shout-out, man. Thanks, I appreciate it. And I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Like, you still listen to the show. Like, that's super dope, you know? And and I, I'm constantly getting messages from people and, and saying how much they enjoy what we do and, and, and yeah. continuing to share it, so... It's, yeah, uh, my boy. Yeah, I got a buddy who's a uh, truck driver. Yeah, drives a, drives a flatbed. My buddy Mike, and he'll text me like random things about the show. Ah, when such a such, you know, like like he he pops for certain things. He'll yeah. text me about him as he's listening. You know, not while he's driving, of course, but uh, you know, it's, right. you know, right. you know, pulling over to take his shit at a <laughs> hard fucking rest stop at a rudders right. in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah, he'll send me a review. Like he'll be at a truck stop and read him reviews, and he'll send me like the review <laughs> of that. Holy, it's like oh my god. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should read rest stop reviews one day on the show. <laughs> Would yeah. not shit here again. <laughs> my friends call me the Spartan because I'll fucking just shit anywhere. Oh they're like, god. they're like, how? I was like, look, there's not. Nothing could be worse on that seat than what I'm putting in it. Oh, so, God. Whew. Man, I've seen some <laughs> bad ones, dude. Airport's bad. Philly airport's bathrooms are fucking terrible. Um, I got to carry the wet ones, wet, uh, wet wipes with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should start doing that in my carry-on. Taking fucking get, wipes. Or get the, just uh, get the hand, like the paper towel thing, and just load that up with fucking sink soap and go on and just... Wax on, wax off. Oh, God, that's awful. And then <laughs> just let it ride. Let it ride, yeah. brother. Let it fucking roll. Uh, uh, the, the best ones are where you don't even have to push. It's yeah. just like. It's comes, everything comes yeah. out like, like, a wet, like a water slide. Everything comes yeah. right out. Uh, and also part two. Speaking of oh, water yeah. slides, which have nothing to do with where I'm transitioning to, but part uh, announcement number two, Meanie in conjunction with your upcoming Hall of Fame nomination, because I'm willing it into existence, <laughs> sir. I'm going to will this. Hunter, I know, 
big fan of the show. I know, uh, you know, try, if you will, uh, since we're homies like that. And now he listens to the show. So I'm just put planting those seeds and we'll have a blue tree uh, from the Hall of Fame area for April. But we have a cool event coming up in April during WrestleMania week. Do you want to tease everyone listening real fast? Give them a little tidbit and we'll give more announcements as we get closer to it. Well, uh, you know, when we started started this podcast, well, I always dreamed about having events. It's like, eh, why would we do it? Like, how? Well, the wrestling world be, will be converging on Philadelphia the week of WrestleMania. You know, the WrestleMania is a whole week thing. So if you're coming into town like on a Thursday for WrestleMania, I'm having just a little get-together at uh, my favorite bar on the planet, McCusker's, uh, on uh, the corner of uh, 17th and Shunk in South Philadelphia. Uh, just, hey, we're going to have some... Uh, uh, some food, be, be drinks. If you're going, if you want to like have a uh, a WrestleMania social, you know, just uh, you know, Meanie Mania at McCusker's, you know, uh, Thursday, April fourth. You don't have to pay to get in. He's show up, have some drinks with the Meanie. We'll have some pizzas or whatever. I, I'm trying not to overhype it or underhype it. Show up. Yep. <laughs> Just show up, hang out. I'm working uh, on some, getting some sponsors to, you know, cover some free food for the folks. And I'm working on uh, maybe a, a, a giveaway or something like that. Just show up, you know, get a trinket, have some food, drink a beer. Let's hold our calls together, you know. Drink, and, and, and not just any beer, but a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Come and have one with the yeah. Blue yeah, yeah, yeah. PBR, I dare you to sponsor us. <laughs> PBR, are you listening? To, listen to the sound. Listen. Pepsed Blue Ribbon. That's some professional fucking shit right there, man. You got to do it. We're dedicated. It's, it's, as, it's as easy as making a peanut butter and jelly. But yep. we're going to give you more information as we get closer to that mini mania over there at McCusker's. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff happening in Philadelphia that week. I will be uh, with Mini. Uh, at McCusker's. So we're looking forward to seeing everybody there. Looking forward to seeing you come on through. Uh, But also coming on through, a question for you, sir. Yes, sir. Are you ready to ask me any? I would love to. It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something. Yeah, because. I can't remember what regular air smells like. Don't forget to tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, and you may hear them asked on the program. Meanie, I saw your uh, little seltzy do. Uh, and uh, yeah. you would have seen them too if you're watching us right now. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, what you got today, pal? Uh, I have a feeling I'm going to be rocking this one for a while because I like it. It's, uh, was it Bell V? Mm. Is the brand. And uh, sparkling pumpkin pie. Ooh, that sounds so, delicious. Yeah. It is. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. There she is. That's how cameras work. There we go. <laughs> I have a, uh, a Zevia, which is typically my uh, my drink of choice if I'm going for a sodi, because uh, it's zero sugar and it's grape flavored, which is the best flavor. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to sandman this shit in three, two and a half, two, one, go. Oh yeah, mm. it's been a while. Mm. Two hand that one. It smells like bubble, like the the big league chew grape. Oh yeah. <sighs> Such good shit. 
Hopefully that clear out uh, whatever's going on in my fucking throat right now. Well, I was going to say, yeah, get a little, uh, get a little wetting of the whistle, if you will. Um, yeah. We've got a handful of questions here for you today. We're going to start at the top with Pod Squad member Vanessa Bello. What's up, Vanessa? Uh, Ask Meany wants to know. Let me see here. A lot of people seem to have taken issue with the actor's portrayal of Ric Flair in the Iron Claw. <laughs> Was this maybe done intentionally to not draw attention away from the drama of a pivotal scene near the end of the movie? Yeah, the the, the, the Ric Flair guy, uh, bless his heart for trying. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You probably could have got Will Ferrell to be a better Ric Flair than this guy, you yeah. know? Just, somebody posted a photo of uh, X-Pac when he was six Pac in WCW, his betrayal, Ric Flair, probably could have been a better one. But, you know, I can't hate on the guy. The guy was in the movie. I'm not. That guy was in the movie and I'm not. So I can't really hate on him too bad. But, yeah, it, it, I don't think there's any intent behind it other than the guy probably tried out for the movie and they're like, okay. So, uh, yeah. It is what it is. You know, it doesn't really bring the movie down, but yeah, that, that, yeah, that was just like, I'm sitting in the theater like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. It could have gotten better Ric Flair, but then again, you know, how do you uh, get somebody to play one of the best wrestlers ever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody that's not going to, you know, and I, I don't know if I haven't seen it, so I don't know if, if Rick is like as pivotal to the movie as, uh, you know, the rest of the Von Eric family, but, um, well, the, the, the thing that's pivotal is the, the, the pursuit of the NWA title, you know, kinda, right, right. A father wants his kids to achieve the goal he could. Right. And the NWA title was that, you know, but, uh, you know, there's, you know, somebody, there's a Harley race in the movie and a Ric Flair in the movie. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the guy who plays Rick, uh, he tried. Yeah. Sometimes that's, <laughs> that's all you can ask. Yeah. Sometimes that's he all tried. you can ask. Yeah, you tried. Uh, Matt from Dover wants to know, Meanie, since it's the beginning of 2024, happy blue year, first and foremost. Oh. And uh, also, what would you say was the top wrestling moment of 2023 in your book? Probably Punk coming back to WWE. Just that was a holy shit moment. And <clears throat> I might humbly say I fucking called. Yes. When, uh, dude, I called it. It was, a fucking, it was so fucking obvious. Not obvious, but one of those things where you go, what would make sense? You know, Punk was supposed to be on the AEW pay-per-view in Chicago. They fired him the day of. A lot of fans were mad because they wanted to go see CM Punk in Chicago. I saw plenty of people at the hotel. So I was there for uh, StarCast. A lot of people finding out in the fucking hotel lobby that the guy that they traveled to Chicago for wasn't going to be on the pay-per-view that night. A lot of people were mad. Yeah. So 
when's WWE in town next? <laughs> Survivor Series. Oh, how can we uh, make it up? Dude, like, you know what? Like, fucking Hulk Hogan was in the AWA, right? Yeah. And they always teased him winning the world title. He would always win it, but then there would be a, a disqualification that would, you know, he won, but he didn't win the belt. And they fucking strung the fans along long enough. So when, you know, Hulk finally leaves AWA for fucking WWF, first place to go to is Minnesota with Hulk as the world champion. So those people in Minnesota finally got to see Hulk as a world champion. Yeah. So all those people in Chicago who went, wanted to see CM Punk and he got fired the day of the pay-per-view. Well, we're going back to Chicago. We'll bring CM Punk. Mm-hmm. You want CM Punk? And it looks like the, uh, the relationship's working out pretty well. Looks they like talk it. about fucking hell freezing over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my trainer, Al Snow, has said this. You know, like, there's a video clip that came out, like, right after Cody left WWE, you know, to pursue, just go out there on the indies and have a wrestling career outside of, you can always go back. Yeah. You can all, like, if WWE brought Ultimate Warrior back, and Warrior went back to WWE after they put out a DVD calling the self-destruction of the ultimate warrior where they do shit on them for two hours. Those fucking two can make up. Yep. CM Punk and WWE can make up. Yeah. I, uh, I'm hard pressed to think of anything else that would top that moment. I mean, and there was a lot of really great stuff that happened this past year in wrestling, but I, I am, uh, I can't think of anything else. I, I, that would top that. You know, I mean, it's, it's, excuse me. I can't even, I I like the, the, just the reaction itself that the crowd got, like we're, you know, maybe outside of bad bunnies performance in Puerto Rico would have gotten allowed, would have gotten uh, pop. But I think as far as like surprise moment, uh, CM CM Punk by, by leaps, bounds and miles. So dude, the, 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 the the record it broke online with just impressions. Yeah, you know, like the most viewed thing on social media ever. Yeah, or something like that. It was there? It was their most. Don't uh, check. You know, yeah, don't fact check me. Well, actually, we need the most viewed thing. No, it was the most. Um, it was the most interacted and the most viewed uh, WWE uh, social media post of all time. Um, it's something like a million views or six million views, something crazy within like twenty four hours. Um, yeah. But no, I can't, I can't think of anything else that would top that. Vitamin J wants to know, this isn't a question. Oh, sorry. Thought it was going to be a question. Uh, but just a heads up for next time, Mr. and Mrs. Meany are traveling through Western Ohio. Oh, Western, yeah, Ohio. Western Ohio. All Cupy oh. locations are now closed on Sundays due to, quote, staffing shortages. Love the show and happy holidays. So just a note for you, sir. Yeah. Let's say I was going to go to a QP on the way to Starcast. I was going to detour through Ohio. Yeah, but it was too late by the time like we got near Lima, and then on the way back, yeah, 
I think it was too late too. And then like I was doing that, I was doing uh, Square Circle Expo in Indiana, mm. and uh, we're we're driving back on Easter Sunday, and of course they're closed on they were closed on Easter Sunday. So I was uh, like, ah, fuck. yeah. The last two times I've I've. I purposely took a booking with the option of hopefully driving through Lima, Ohio to go get a QP. Yeah. They were closed. I am looking forward to trying that place. I got to get out there and, and give it a shot next time I'm in the Pittsburgh area or farther. Uh, Charlie Carter wants to know is Ichiro, Ichiro, however the fuck you say his name, the all time hits leader over Pete Rose. That's interesting. Uh, I don't know what the stats are. Ichiro, Ichiro, uh, Suzuki. Yeah, he's amazing. I don't know if you would. I don't know if you could combine his uh, stats in Japan with his MLB. I don't know if that's. Yeah, I like. It. Yeah, if you if you go to MLB from like Japan, I wonder if they uh, combine the stats, or is it like a fresh start once you get into MLB? So I don't know how that works, but Petro's uh, amazing player. Yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to go to a game. He was, I forget who he was playing. He might have, might have been with Seattle. Because I think Seattle came to Philly for a game, and I got to you know watch from behind his position. You know, I was sitting out there in the outfield, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, shit! There's Ichiro. fucking." Yeah. Pretty cool. So, yeah. Uh, better hitter? I don't know. It's just different errors, too. But Yeah, I mean, it looks like I'm just... I'm looking at some of the Everything stats. Ichiro did was like a... Uh, it's like artistic. Yeah. He was so good. And how he, he swung the ball, how he ran. And Pete Rose was just like a fucking bruiser, you know? Yeah, just a monster, man. Charlie fucking hustle. Uh, it's... I I don't I, I honestly don't know, but they're both, you know, two of the fucking greats. I guess if we're looking at it, so I'm looking at some stats here. Looks like this is from Sports Kita. Um, yep. Suzuki did up and did end up passing Pete Rose's record. Um, he finished his oh, career, okay. he finished his career with one thousand two hundred and seventy eight NPB hits. And three thousand eighty nine MLB hits for a total of four thousand three hundred and sixty seven. So if we're combining, there you go. If we're combining from both leagues, then yeah, yeah, I guess he did. I guess Suzuki is better, the all time hit king, as opposed to Pete Rose. So we're gonna leave it right there. there. We're gonna pin it right there. Um, That looks like it for this week, pal. Uh, We appreciate you and your questions each and every week to us here on the show. Don't forget to use the hashtag AskMeanie so we can find it, and we may ask them on the show. Meanie, nice. I want to thank you for doing this wonderful pro- uh, program of ours. <clears throat> Excuse me, as we belch through. I had to save that one, and it wasn't as loud as I wanted it to be because I didn't want to burp it while I was talking. But thank you for doing the show with me every week, and thank you for being a part of thank this. You. And I want to know, sir, where can everyone keep up with all things blue when you're not listening to the program? If you would like to follow the Blue Mini on all forms of social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads, uh, at Blue Mini on all forms of social media. Uh, if you want to support the Blue Mini, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash 
Blue Meanie. Uh, if you'd like to support Mind and the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind and the Meanie. Uh, Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Meanie or use coupon code Mind and save 10% when buying your shirts over there at CollarandElbowBrand.com. Shout out to my boy Josh Thornton over there at MadCatBeardCare.com. Get yourself some of the blue spruce beard oil and balm. Uh, if you're a cat lover like myself, every dime you spend at madcatbeercare.com goes to take care of the, the cats. He rounds them up, takes them to the vet, nurses them back to health. And uh, if you're a cat lover like myself, go over there, go over there to madcatbeercare.com. The Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in late 2024. Uh, Ultra Pro Wrestling contains not only original characters by the amazing Hal Haney, but many real-world wrestlers, including myself, and some of those I'm trying not to spoil. Uh, go to ultraprowrestling.com or follow them on Twitter at UPW Video Game. That's at UPW Video Game to follow all their uh, updates. Uh, the figure collection Bone Crushing Wrestler Series 1 variants of the Blue Mini are available now. But for how long? I don't know. I think they're uh, they're quick to selling out. Uh, all Series 1s can be ordered at shop.figurescollections.com. That's shop.figurescollections.com. Go over there and get them before they're gone for good. Uh, shout out to Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie, Nova, and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. Uh, if you want to see him make if you want to see him make these fine pieces of uh, fine piece of art for your feet, go to at GOI Kicks. That's at GOI Kicks. These shoes are, are uh, amazing. Uh, to have the Blue Mini on your podcast, go to podstars.net. That's P-O-D-S-T-A-R-Z.net. Uh, register your podcast and then invite the Blue Mini to uh, join your podcast over there at podstars.net. Cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Uh, if you get a chance to, uh, to book the Blue Mini over there at cameo.com slash blue mini BWO book through the website, not through the app. The app takes like a huge cut. So uh, if you want, let's make somebody stay a little bit brighter over there at cameo.com slash blue mini BWO. Uh, but most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you, sir? Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads, and blue sky. At this is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand pal. So go and follow me there and keep up with all things uh, Goober going on there. You can also listen to my other show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net. And both of these shows are actually on the Premier Podcast Network. So you can find us both in the same locations, plus a lot of other cool shows, including Rob Van Dam and Ted DiBiase's show. So go ahead and check all of it out. Go to brothersgatter.com right now and pick up yourself an Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy and also a Blue Meanie Wrestle Buddy, but the best package you can get is a two-pack. That's right, two-pack, two-pack of your favorite podcast hosts, 
Mind of the Meanie two-pack, wrestle buddies right now at brothersgatter.com. There are only a very small limited amount left of the Adam Wrestle Buddies, and once they're gone, that's it. They are no longer being made. So go there right now and pick one up. As we mentioned earlier in the program, go and check out the Feinberg Method uh, and get in touch with my trainer, Brad Feinberg, trainer to the stars. Uh, also, not just physical, but mental well-being. Uh, use promo code Goober and save up to 20% off of your entire purchase. He is ready to train you at the Feinberg Method. Dot com. Shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop in Lawrenceville in downtown Pittsburgh. Go and get your haircut, excuse me, with uh, Kane, Jordan, and the rest of the team at 10thwardbarbershop.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. Pick up a shirt and help keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. I want to give a sh- special shout out today as well to Alex Miller over at Local Color Inc., who just finished up my tattoo this week, and it hurts like a bastard, but it is all done. He's here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Thank you, sir. You did a fantastic job. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meaning. Go and sign up today and join the pod squad. We want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped and Green Road CBD, for helping keeping uh, us moving here. Every dollar we make goes right back into the show, so we appreciate you, and we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for sticking around. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube as well. Every episode you can find there on YouTube, it's where Mike Leary is listening as of right now, and you can be just like Mike and go to our YouTube page and subscribe. Leave us a comment and a five-star review. It only helps us up in the uh, machinations and the spec lines on the rotary girder and all those things that work with the algorithm. <laughs> so uh, go and leave us a five-star review. Tell us how we're doing. Meany, I want to thank you as always, sir. I appreciate you. Happy New thank Year. You. Happy 2024. We will see you Happy again. New Year. We will see you again next week. For the Blue Meany, I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. That's me. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is performed by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever, at Mind of the Meanie, and become part of the pod squad by going to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Mini's brain out.